Welcome to Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis. I am your host, Robin Alexis. And as a mother who birthed two sets of twins and then buried one from each set, I am very familiar with the shock of experiencing loss. Loss can present itself in many ways. It can be the loss of a baby, person, beloved pet, health, career, and more. But we all have to learn how to deal with loss. So how do each of us in our own unique ways cope with loss? This show is an opportunity for our guests to share with us the experience of what they lost and how they coped through it. If you would like to be a guest on Sharing Love and Loss, please email me, your host, Robin Alexis, at spiritladyrobin at gmail.com. That's spiritladyrobin at gmail.com. And to feel more safe contacting me about your personal story of love and loss, please learn more about me, your host, Robin Alexis. Visit my website, robinalexis.com. We'll be right back. crave freedom with joy in your life? Have you ever wished for a life of ease in your mind, body, and soul? Giving and receiving love, Joy Air is a certified emotion code and body code practitioner, and she's accepting new clients now. Call her at 360-582-6595 to find out more about her work and to schedule your appointment. Experience freedom with joy. Call her at 360 360- 582-6595 now. She is amazing. This is Robin Alexis, and I am very, very excited to share with you my new book, Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. It's a book about choosing love. There's 21 inspiring stories by different authors, including myself. The book can be found at Amazon.com. That's Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. Join Mystic Radio for Past Lives, People, and Pets every Wednesday at 12 noon on KKNW 1150 AM. Every Wednesday, you can call into Mystic Radio for a past life reading or a spiritual healing for you and your pets. Robert Alexis is an exceptionally talented intuitive who's identified hundreds of people's past lives. Nels Rasmussen is a renowned spiritual energy balancer who is adept at remote healing for you and your pets. Join us Wednesdays at 12 noon for Mystic Radio on KKNW, 1150 AM. Welcome to Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis. I am your host, Robin Alexis, and I'd like to thank our producer, Eric Ryder, and our sponsor, Freedom with Joy. I'm very excited today to share with you a guest who has a story and a tool that will help you not only experience love and loss, but transformation. Welcome to the show, Mark Romero. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Now, Mark, when you were a teenager, who guided you on what it would be like to grow up and be defined as an adult? And I'm talking about like, what were you taught to commit yourself to in terms of a career, personal relationships and fatherhood, that sort of thing? Well, I would have to say most definitely my father. You know, my dad was uh, an executive manager in the food industry business, you know, vending and stuff like that. And he really kind of set the tone. And it wasn't even like a conscious 
like guidance. It was like I observed and saw what he did. And, you know, I want to do that. I want to go get out of school. I want to go get a job. I want to work my way up the ladder. And then, of course, you know, the higher up the ladder, the more bells and whistles and fun and excitement. I guess that comes with all of that. And that was where I had kind of picked that up. So I knew that I wanted to kind of, in essence, follow in his footsteps, not necessarily in the same industry, but definitely within that same model. So that's in terms of your career. How about in terms of relationships with partners and in, in fatherhood? What, what did he role model and aspire you to there? I can't say that he really role, he role modeled me in a way that's not the norm. My father left home when I was 12 years old. So oh. in essence, you know, it was, I was not very close with him growing up. We didn't have a close relationship. I mean, he worked all the time. He was gone all the time. So in essence, it was a role model of how I didn't want to be. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, dad set the model for the business wise, but obviously in the relationship aspect, in the fatherhood aspect, it kind of really inspired me to do the opposite. It was like, there was always a rebellious part of me. So it's like, okay, I can do that better. I can have a healthy, loving, vibrant relationship. I can have close relationships with my kids, with my children. And so his example kind of like showed me what like not to do. <laughs> so, and, and again, um, you spoke earlier about how it wasn't a conscious thing that your dad taught you. It was you observed him. And, and that was also the case evidently with how you became an adult in your relationships with your children and your partners. So the whole table was set by observing your father and then discerning. It, you differentiated from him, but you also patterned yourself uh, either like him or not like him. Yeah, it certainly launched me off on the journey from a business perspective, but it definitely also, I think, kind of taught me some things that, like I knew that if I was going to get married, it had to be one time. You know, and it had to be for long term. I knew that if I was going to have children, that I wanted to have a close relationship with that, with, with my kids, you know, cause like I said, I didn't have a close relationship with them. You know, he was gone all the time. You know, I would see the, this guy out in the backyard mowing the lawn the weekend. Oh, who's that? Oh, that's your father. I mean, it literally was <laughs> kind of like that. And, but yet there was this, I think as a, a son you know, we cherish our dads, you know, and our dads mm -hmm. are our role models to a certain degree. So in essence, he did play a great role model from a business perspective and even the other aspect, because it kind of uh, really inspired me to not do what he did. And that had a tremendous impact upon my life. Did that inspire you to have a passion to like love uh, the process of moving forward into adulthood? Yes. And, you know, about achieving success, about, you know, overcoming obstacles, about learning, about growing, about being the, the top employee and, and, you know, being driven to be the best. You know, he definitely set that example because it was something that he did over the course of his life. And I think he kind of did in a way where, you know, at that particular point in time, society wasn't really, you know, um, open to having a man like himself. And I mean, you know, he's uh, American Indian and part Mexican, you know, to be, um, you know, such a powerful force driven within this particular corporate organization that he was involved in. So in your process, what did you do in your career? Well, I, you know, I think like many of us, we get out of school and we go get a day job and 
I found my way into the technology arena, semiconductors. And, you know, because I was imprinted with that model, work your way up the ladder, work hard, be successful, go higher up the ladder. The, of course, the higher up the ladder you get, the more money you're going to make, the more prestige you're going to have. You're going to be able to get the shiny car and the bells and whistles and the home. And in this case, in Orange County, California, and that drove the show. There was this thing that I want to perform. I want to be great at what I do. And I really found that space in getting into sales. I mean, that was my thing. I was like the salesman of salesmen. And I completely excel, excelled in that particular facet of my business expression. Now, as a salesman, did you receive some sort of training from your organizations to help you perform as a salesman? Well, you know, like the basic, the fundamentals, but I also looked to other areas to get in to learn and to grow on how I can improve. You know, I started getting into visualizing and manifesting and creating way back when. And I use those tools, those techniques and those things that I use to really create the orders with the customers I wanted to do orders with, the big commission checks and all the prestige that comes with being a top performing sales guy. And I use those techniques. Now that wasn't something that was really instilled upon me from my father. You know, that was something I learned in my own evolution that I integrated into that. But there was always this aspect, you know, to drive, to work harder, make more money, you know, do things that had never been done before. So when you spoke about those uh, tools that you implemented to become wealthy by the sounds, uh those weren't things that the, that your companies offered you. Those are things that you were exposed to in one way or the other. And you said, hey, I'm going to try those things. And they actually worked for you to create the outcome of making more money. Absolutely that. And then also having just a really strong core of ethics and morals and how it is that I operated in my business, the relationships that I built with my customers and my clients. These were ways that I could differentiate, differentiate myself and then also bringing in a healthy dose of creativity that allowed me to come up with solutions that uh, many of my clients had never even heard of. You can do that. That's possible. That can help me solve my problem without taking you know, a hit on my profit levels and stuff like that. I was always into how can I do this creatively? How can I solve this problem in a unique way? And I think that was definitely something that really you know, was very advantageous for me. Now, did you actually become a CEO? I did. I did become a CEO. I, I continued to go all my way up the ladder. And I, at this particular point in time, I was an executive manager for a company. And then that company dissolved and I, I formed a partnership with some partners. They approached me. They wanted me to run this company. And, and uh, we started in, in the garage and in five years, went from zero to 15 million a year in sales. And I ran that whole operation and, and grew it and built the teams around me to help me to accomplish those results. And uh, became CEO and of that particular company. And um, it was it was an amazing experience. So the process of becoming the CEO sounds like you have a lot of enthusiasm and love and passion for the goal. Once you got to the goal of having a $15 million a year company that you were the CEO of, how did you feel? Interestingly enough, I started having these little bubblings of discontent that began to arise, 
even before I, I walked away. And I'm in almost like I felt like I had been ripped off. I got presented with this model, you know, that says you're supposed to do all this stuff and build the portfolio and, you know, build your net worth and get all the shiny bells and whistles and do all those different things. And I'm like, I did all that. And I'm like going, why am I unhappy, discontent, unfulfilled and unhealthy? And I really had to ask these questions. And for me, it hit strong the night I came home. My lovely wife had already mastered the art of communicating without saying anything. She just gave me the, I'm going to hit you with some truth look. And she just got up in my face and she just said, you know what? I don't care how much money you're making. I look in your eyes and you're dead. When are you going oh. to have the courage to go for the dream? When are you going to have the courage to make a change and do something that's going to light you up? Because what you're doing isn't lighting you up. And as much as I wanted to argue and find fault with what she said, you know, of course, like any good husband, you realize <laughs> like any really good husband, dude, you're wrong. She's right. Again, own it. And she was right that night. And I knew then it was in my face. I had to make a change because I did have dreams. I did have things that were beyond just making it to the top of a, you know, of the CEO. There were things within me that were driving me, but I just never had the courage to go for them or to express them in any way because I had to be quote responsible. I had to be dedicated to my career and climbing the corporate ladder and all that good stuff. So we are going to go to break and we are going to discover in a moment how Mark Romero went from the love of pursuing a career to the loss of feeling the satisfaction of achieving it to how he transformed and recreated himself. We'll be right back with Mark Romero. crave freedom with joy in your life? Have you ever wished for a life of ease in your mind, body, and soul? Giving and receiving love, Joy Air is a certified emotion code and body code practitioner, and she's accepting new clients now. Call her at 360-582-6595 to find out more about her work and to schedule your appointment. Experience freedom with joy. Call her at 360 360- 582-6595 now. She is amazing. This is Robin Alexis, and I am very, very excited to share with you my new book, Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. It's a book about choosing love. There's 21 inspiring stories by different authors, including myself. The book can be found at Amazon.com. That's Raising Humanity, Why We All Must Remember. Join Mystic Radio for Past Lives, People, and Pets every Wednesday at 12 noon on KKNW 1150 AM. Every Wednesday, you can call into Mystic Radio for a past life reading or a spiritual healing for you and your pets. Robert Alexis is an exceptionally talented intuitive who's identified hundreds of people's past lives. Nels Rasmussen is a renowned spiritual energy balancer who is adept at remote healing for you and your pets. Join us Wednesdays at 12 noon for Mystic Radio on KKNW 1150 AM.
Welcome back. We are here with Mark. He was just talking to us about how he became the CEO of a $50 million a year company, and yet everything didn't feel right to him. Mark, what did you do after that alchemical moment with your wife confronting you in the hallway where she said to you, you've got all this money and success, but you're dead in your eyes. What did you do with your life? Um, you know, I guess it was like, I couldn't deny it. The truth had hit me so hard. I went in and I told my partners, I'm resigning. I'm leaving. I, I have to, I, you can't pay me enough money to sacrifice my soul. That was my response to them. And I didn't even know the depth of what I was saying at that particular time, but I knew that I had to leave. And I knew that I had this dream. Okay. It was something that I enjoyed throughout all of my years of executive management. And that was coaching and helping people around me to reveal their mastery, to get in touch with the truth of who and what they were, to overcome the obstacles and challenges in their life and to unveil that greatness that I believe is within each and every one of us. And so I wanted to do that in a more formal thing. Fine, I'm gonna go become a professional speaker and coach. I'm gonna go pontificate words of wisdom and help people instantly transform and change their lives. So I, I left the company, I resigned. I finished my time to you know, handle out the, the you know, closure of the company and stuff like that because they ended up closing the company and um, went on my merry way and started this whole new adventure in a realm that I had never ventured into to really step into kind of helping people discover a new way to create not only the success, but more importantly, the fulfillment, the passion and the joy that truly is what fuels us through life. You know, I, I think right now I do want to read a roomy quote because it fits so much with what you're saying and what you offer now uh, to the world. There is one thing in this world which you must never forget to do. Souls come into this world to do particular work. That work is their purpose and each is specific to the person. If you forget everything else and not this, there's nothing to worry about. If you remember everything else and forget your true work, then you will have done nothing in your life. And it sounds like you got to this place where your soul was going to shrivel up and die if you stayed in the confined format of the definition of success. But when you moved into this new way of being an entrepreneur and offering this to people, how was that transition for you, Mark? It was probably, I would have to say it was probably one of the hardest things I ever did. It was like when you make that transition from a career to fulfilling a calling, it's almost like a whole different set of operating rules and structures come into play. What worked in the old thing doesn't work anymore. And you had to adapt new ways of being, new ways of going about and conducting yourself. So it was a transition, it was a challenge. And plus, you know, we love to have our biggest and best agendas and sometimes Life likes to laugh at our biggest and best agendas and come up with its own and present it to us in a way that it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't deny it. I guess I have to step into this and see what I can unfold out of this. And that certainly was the case in my journey. 
Mark, as people are listening to this, they may be, you know, driving home from work right now and thinking, oh, well, he had the luxury of leaving that job and, and just plopping himself into this another uh, venture. He had the confidence and, uh, you know, the revenue to do it. Is there something that you have learned for people who who can't do it exactly how you did it? Is there something that you could offer them right now on the show uh, that would help them either stay in the situation they're in professionally or make the type of transition that you did? Well, I think, you know, it's like I had to do it. I had to make the change in that particular way to save my life. And when I came out and started getting into doing the work that I was doing, I wanted to find a way to bring a model back to people in that space where they didn't have to take such drastic, you know, measures in order to save their life, in order to have joy, fulfillment and vibrant health. You know, so in essence, I would have to say the most important thing is your work and your career is just one string on the guitar of your life. In order to play beautiful music, you have to be true to all of the strings, your health, your relationships, your spirituality, your, yes, your career, your prosperity, but your happiness, your joy and your fulfillment, all of those aspects come into play. If you want to take your success to a whole nother level, You have to be true to all the facets of who and what you are. And that very well could be your purpose. You don't necessarily have to go quit your job to do it, but you do have to start being true to it, even if it's on a part-time basis, even if it's just an hour a week. And that in itself can ignite that spark within you and, and help you to navigate and move through your experiences with such grace and such ease. Well, you spoke about trust and trust that you had to make a shift in your consciousness and in your decisions. And you also spoke about the guitar. Do you happen to have your guitar with you right now, Mark? I do. I never leave home without it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, is there, is there a song that comes to mind that you could play for people who are listening to the show where their hearts pounding right now and they're, they're, you're really um, connecting with them and they want to start on this journey with you do you have a song you could play? I do. And, um, and, and interestingly enough, it's entitled The Journey. And it's really honoring the journey of our lives. You know, all the twists mm-hmm. and turns, all of the ups and downs. And to kind of like reinvigorate that commitment to bringing your authentic self, your light, your passion, your callings. Yes, through your work. Yes, through your business. But all through the facets of your life so that you can truly play beautiful music throughout your life experience because that i think is what we are all inherently seeking at one level or another is to truly bring our light our magic forward and express that into the world in the most unique ways and um so this is a piece kind of to support that so i guess with that being said i invite you just to take some nice deep breaths and just kind of Breathe through whatever arises, and this is a little piece entitled The Journey. So,
you have been listening to Mark Romero. If you feel safe stepping on your life's path, stepping on the journey with Mark Romero, Mark, how can people get a hold of you? You can learn more from, about me through my website at markromeromusic.com, Mark with a K, R-O-M-E-R-O music.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. The previous program, Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis, was produced by Eric Ryder and was brought to you by Freedom with Joy. I do invite you to subscribe to Sharing Love and Loss with Robin Alexis wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 